we are aboard the good ship podcast mark blasting off into into unknown uncharted territory of fun stuff so we're gonna we're gonna get started right about now what do you think mark i think we should power through these chapters oh What's up, Hero Fans? My name's Luke, and I am here to welcome you to Hero Notes, the My Hero Academia Recap Podcast. The podcast that aims to go beyond and recap all the chapters from the My Hero Academia manga by Kohei Horikoshi. And on this week's episode, we are continuing our coverage of Volume 15. And after some action-packed chapters in the last episode, hashtag Red Riot Unbreakable, and an even more action-packed movie... Hashtag Heroes Rising, uh, we're going to be slowing it down with two very wordy, very exposition-y, very chit-chatty kind of chapters to, to make us fall asleep this time around. And with me, for bedtime, falling asleep, <laughs> is my friend and co-host extraordinaire, Bama Viamark. I'm not here. You're lying to them. Aww. Stop lying to the folks at home listening to you. No, I mean, you're always in my dreams, Mark. That's what it means. Boom. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with this. I am. Okay, so... Uh, I know. We've, <laughs> we've got a bit of housekeeper, Mark. You can't be snoozing when the house needs a cleaner. Yes. Last week, we had the uh, the release of School Briefs, Volume 4. Or, as I like to call it, that thing I still have yet to read. Uh, oh, wah, wah. Um, also, I gotta say, the back... Not great. Oh, uh, it's it's I have a um, digital copy. Uh, it's present Mike, but from a and he's kind of standing there and he's he's cut off and there's like yeah behind him and stuff like that. But it's the same exact picture from was it volume two? Oh, for real? It's the same exact one. It, it's it's been like rotated a little bit, so it's like it's mm. not like perfectly straight, but it is the same exact image. And I'm like. I see how much level of care is put into this you book. You see, you got me excited when he said present The Mike. front cover, I'm like, okay, this is a pretty good nice. front cover. This is a recycled art. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is not just recycled art. Old. Yeah, like... Old recycled art. Vintage. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, it's really like that. You're early. one of the manga's early run recycled series. art. Yikes. You're one of the manga's run recycled art. I couldn't draw just a new present mic. No, you know, we, we do. I, I'm like, I'm not looking forward present to it. Mike, present mic. I'm looking at like the uh, the uh, at the start they kind of have like the little uh, yearbook photos where they have everybody who's going to be in the in the chapters. I'm not seeing present mic here, so um, I guess I guess he just, just might show up. I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll have to see, read it to find see, out. Do you see All Might or Aizawa? Um, it's just the students. Yeah, it's just the students. Yeah, good point actually. Yeah, you got but, me. Uh, you got me there. You got me. But yeah, no, I'm I'm so very much looking forward to reading it. Um, contain your excitement, Mark. So it's it's so bursting out of the the audio waves. It's, just as I'm so excited for these two wonderful chapters oh we have goodness. today. I really we the, the 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 level of positivity is off chapter, the charts. Chapter chapter massive retcon and and chapter uh. Uh, stuff happens. Entertaining stuff, though? Question mark. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll get there. Um, so come on. Let's just let's just start with your favorite page of anything ever, except for the the unbreakable page. Yeah, this is the second favorite page. So this is your second page. Let's just, let's, just, let's just start with this. Ten out of ten get, chapter already. Give says. get me all riled up for this, Luke. Oh baby, it's my hero academia chapter one hundred thirty-five, an unpleasant talk, which is something that me and you never have, Mark, because every conversation is is a dream. Written and drawn by Koei Horikoshi, and it was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump. Get a load of this issue twenty-one and twenty-two. It's one of them nifty double issue features in twenty seventeen. And Mark, we opened with the second best page ever ever printed in in a medium of 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 novel uh, or manga 
chapter format. Tonkaban. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Because uh, it is the UA file number 12, class number 8. He's student number 8 in the class. Uh, it's only Ajiro Kirishima. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's been a while since we've had... Uh, one of these kind of UA files, but uh, what a, what an excellent time! Uh, right after Red Rider Unbreakable, we get the spotlight on Kirishima himself, and we get some uh, nice little facts here about how his scar. Sometimes Horikoshi forgets to to draw it in. Uh, his hair takes three minutes to set. Uh, he goes through a lot of toothbrushes, uh, which I can I can see why with them gnarly gnashers he has. Uh, he, they, his fists—they make a, a neat pounding sound whenever, whenever he, he pounds them together. Um, and his whole body is hard, uh, which is, uh, you know, quite relevant considering his quirk is hardening, as we learn here. We already knew that. Uh, and it, it, it makes his whole body hard by, or he makes his whole body hard by tensing up, uh, and it's hard to keep moving uh, while he's hard. <laughs> but he can maintain the ordinary hard state for about 10 minutes uh, and unbreakable form only lasts 30 or 40 seconds uh, but it's badass so it's okay uh, and uh, he needs to, oh here we get his secret weakness uh, he needs to breathe for a second or two after uh, unhardening releasing the hardness so if you want to beat him that's when you have your chance aim for the chin which is why would a- you aim for the chin though Oh, well, were you planning on, on, on aim it? for the neck or you aim for the stomach? The point is, is to cut off his oxygen. Aim, aim for his heart because I'm smitten, Mark. Oh my goodness. <sighs> so we open in the night eye agency Whoa. in the meeting room on Whoa. the second floor. Um, uh, which, which occurs to me that is this entire building his agency? Why does there were several other buildings Whoa. here? Like, is this just a like a just a meeting room that's in this office building that he rents out? We don't know. Questions for later. Mm. Um, but we see a quick like action shots of everybody, si- of all the main heroes. How exciting sitting. can sitting around be, Mark? And Night Eyes like, uh, we're gonna go over this step by step for everybody. And, and and Deku is like, like, oh my god, there's so many famous like heroes here, and then also like, you know, lesser and, and local known heroes. Like, oh my god. And then uh, uh, Ojiro and Sue are like, oh hey, it, it's Aizawa. What are you doing here? And he was like, uh, I was called over, but I decided not to take all of you with me, even though I knew your agencies were going to be here and that you were going as well. It just seemed more convenient for me to go by myself instead of us as a group. Highly irrational of Mr. Rational Man. Now, we never get specification like they asked him to come there early. Because that would make sense. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm here for okay. several hours going over some other stuff That's first, never uh, first of all. Uh, no, I'm saying like that. That would be one thing if they had done that something would like that. Sense. Like, yes. like it's like, well, I mean, you guys didn't need to be here till like ten, and I they wanted me here at seven. Kind of didn't make sense. Like, but yeah. Hmm. Um. But yeah. So Kirishima is uh, and and Tamaki. Walking. You forgot the part where he explains why he's there. Uh, they asked him for help. So yes. here he is. There you go. And he was and he was briefed on the gist of what's going on. But there's something he has to tell everyone. Uh, oh, <laughs> is that set up? Is, is that that little thing that he has to tell us later on that's going to give us a lot of problems, Mark? Oh my goodness. Is he setting up his own grand uh, fall there? Potentially. Wow. Wow, Aizawa. That's not very rational. Or not, not very rational at all, I would say. But then Kirishima and, uh, and Amajiki are in the back. And Kirishima kind of feels out of the loop, which is pretty much how he feels the entirety of these two chapters. He, he's a bit slow on upkeep, this lad. Uh, but... Actually, you know what? I realize, I feel like they've been, uh, you know what? Based on what Aizawa just said, I think they basically implied that he was asked there early because they've briefed him on the situation. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? That's a, that's a, it's a, I, I was thinking about it as you're saying, like, you know what? Uh, they asked him here, and it's like he's been told the gist of what's going on. Whereas mm. then we get a uh, Fakum who's like, I have no idea. We were just asked to come here. <laughs> okay, so he might have been there a little. Yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. Right. No, that's that's subtext. Okay. okay fair that's, enough. That's fair. fair enough. Yeah, but Fakum doesn't really know what's going on. Uh, but they're they're probably planning to do something rough. He's referring to the Shia and Saikai. And Sun Eater, I think, has kind of picked up on it and is like. You know, I wonder if it's about this. Mm. Like that's the implication. His bandaged arm, because yeah. he was recently shot with a with a bullet that 
neutralized his quirk. Hmm. And Fakum says he's got plenty to do with you two, obviously, because of that. Uh, so then things get started. And Bubble Girl off, calls the meeting to order. Which is nice. You know, we get night, night, we get night eye agency sidekick Bubble Girl, uh, which is nice to have her name uh, because we it, we didn't know it. Uh, I don't think we. Oh, well, uh, Mary Owen and. and uh, and Night Eye called her Bubble Girl, but we didn't get like the official introduction to her character. So this mm. is nice. Uh, and she gives a little breakdown. Uh, for the past two weeks, the Night Eye agency have been conducting an independent investigation uh, on the Shie Hisaikai. Um, and and the des- uh, uh, of the designated villain group. Yes. The Shie Hisaikai. They we are can't, bad We dudes. can't forget they're, they're not... They're, it's like... It's not. Oh, that's the villain group. Like the League of Villains. Oh, they're they're a villain group. These guys are. These are officially... designated villains. This is what the government has said. These people are villains. We can't we can't just go and arrest them. But they're, but they're villains. We're not going to confuse anybody with this terminology. Yes, they're bad guys. But are they bad guys by law? Mm. Uh, and then one of the hairy dudes, hairy man is his name. Hairy man with ski goggles. Uh, he asked, "What started all this?" Uh, and Bubble Girl continues, it all started with a, an incident involving a band of thieves called the Reservoir Dogs and how they got welded to some tires. Oh my goodness. The police wrote it off as a mere accident, but there were a few inconsistencies, inconsistencies that prompted our investigation. Uh, and and a bunch we, of the other heroes like, oh yeah, I heard about that. Mm. And then we see uh, chiming in for, for the tag team here uh, is Night Eye Agency sidekick Centipeder, uh, who we've seen. Have we seen, really? Nope. This is our, uh, this is he our was, first He was the other winning design from the contest. Well, yeah, very cool cool. design. Uh, and I must say, uh, I do not think his voice in anime, I, I did not imagine that coming out of... Have you heard... Sent Peter's voice in the anime. Um, I have, but I don't remember it in either the sub or the dub. It's very high pitched. I th- I always thought Sent Peter. Oh, I would have absolutely gone with high pitched. Really? This. Yeah, the I, bug. The I, bug. I aspect. suppose the bug. Yeah, yeah. But he looks so prim and proper. I high pitched him prim and proper. Don't really work in my mind. But anyway, Sent Peter's here, and uh, under Night Eye's orders, uh, he has been following some little leads uh, on the Shie Hisaikai. And the organization, according to his findings, have been making extensive contact with outsiders and underworld dealers throughout the past year. And their goals seem to be the expansion and accumulation of funds. Uh, and shortly after they began investigating, they made contact with a member of the League of Villains. Uh, City twice got, got caught on camera. Oh my goodness. Jin Bubai Gawara. That's his name. Also known as the villain twice. Uh, and they were all very wary of being tailed. So they could, so Centipeter couldn't really pursue them. Uh, but the police have provided further assistance. And their findings confirm that some sort of conflict happened between the two groups. Oh my goodness. And then uh, old man Grant Reno chimes in. And, and oh, it's got something to do with the League of Villains, huh? So that's why you reached out to me and Tsukauchi. So the, the cops are in on this as well. Somebody called the police, oh my goodness. Uh, and then Harry Ski Goggles asks, where is Detective Tsukauchi? And the, and the fact that this tells me that either he's really well known or that this guy knows Tsukauchi. Yeah, yeah. He seems like one of the locals. And then, uh, and then Gran Torino says, uh, following up with more eyewitnesses. And then he refers to Midoriya, kid, let's hope it doesn't come to this, but you might get dragged in some nasty business. I like how he just says this in front of everybody. Yeah. And oh he's just like, oh, it's no trouble. And then, so uh, embarrassing, granddad. Oh, well, and Mary's like, uh, a friend of yours? And he's like, oh, yeah, like for my internship. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, was it, um, oh, uh, Kirishima, uh, I like how he picks up, he's like, wait, that? That old geezer was with All Might and Camino, and Midoriya, Midoriya sure knows like some really important people. Nothing. He's got protagonist powers, Kirishima. Nothing gets past you. Oh my goodness. Um, and then Night Night just kind of looks and he's like, "Thanks he's for like, interrupting." Really? Yeah. Thanks for interrupting. Oh Grand boy. Uh, and then he's like, "Continue, Continue. my loyal sidekicks." And then uh, Bubble Girl's got the iPad out, playing some Angry Birds, and she's like, "So given these developments." We reached out to help all of you via, or we reached out for all of you for help via HN. 
Uh, what is he, Jane? Uh, we we learn in the next panel that it's it's Heroes Networks. Um, and, and I like how Centipede's like, skip, skip, just skip, skip, skip. skip, skip. Like, we, we don't, don't need, need any more exposition, but um, Nedry is here to provide it. And the, yeah, she says that it's a web service for licensed heroes. Uh, you can check out uh, what heroes all over the country are doing uh, and even put in uh, requests to heroes with quirks that might come in handy for whatever you're working on. So uh, and, then, and then Rocklock is like, uh, like, UA student or not, uh, what are these kids even doing here? They're just slow us down. Oh uh, the sun's going to set before we uh, get to talk about the like the bad guy's grand plan. And I'm going to just let you take this part, because you want this part. I know you want oh, this part. Oh, yeah. My boy Fatcom uh, stands up and 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 gets going, because he, he points at both Kirishima and Amajiki, and he says, Baloney! These two guys are super important participants. And Kirishima's like, us? Like, no. Who, who else would he have been referring to, Kirishima? Come on. Uh, and Amajiki doesn't like all this attention. I, well, I, I can't tell if it's it's the food pun of the, the, the guy who eats food all the time saying <laughs> baloney, or, or, or if it's this. But he's like, the gag's getting old, and I'm like, I can't tell if this is meta commentary or not. Oh, boy. Um... I still think it's pretty funny. I'm jiggy. But, uh, but then, oh, and then he's like, oh, I'm seeing some uh, unfamiliar faces, so I'm fa- Fatcom. Nice to meet you. And then uh, Uraka and Sue are like, he's so round and cute. Big mood. And then uh, and, and then he gives them some candy. He just throws candy across <laughs> the they, they are seated oh, across the room. He just, I, I have to imagine that he just chucks the candy across oh, yeah. the room. And I want their other side of the room, like yeah. Yes, they are. They are on the. Uh, let's see where's like Yes, they are. They are not only on the other side of the room. They're also diagonal from him. Mm. So uh, he just chucked that candy across That's the room. The lob that joke. is. Oh boy. And then and then Nai Nai uh, says that uh, guy was once suspected of dealing in illegal substances, which is why I've called in a hero who's familiar with such things. Hashtag read vigilantes. And uh, Kirishima was like, "Oh yeah, just like Fat was saying, back on the street." And, and then I gotta say, this 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 panel of Fat Gum holding the candy—that might be my favorite just panel of Fat Gum. I don't oh, know yeah? why, but uh, I love it. It is it. It's, it's, it's the expression, yeah. Um, and just like the the hand holding the stuff. I don't know. I just I really like it. Uh, but he explains, back in the day, I squashed loads of dealers like that. And then during Red Riot's debut battle the other day, the perp went and shot up Tamaki here with a type of drug I've never seen before. As he squishes the candy uh, in his in his hand for dramatic effect, <laughs> and oh man, he's ready for the stage. Because and now they need to clean this up. He 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 lets the candy fall, and he says, "A drug that destroys quirks." With an ominous shadow going <laughs> over him. Oh. You you know that all you you know that all of these like these like big meetings or something like that you you rent out like a hero who can make dramatic lighting oh happen. Oh my goodness! Like, like you just have to. Like it's just nobody's talking about it, just because that's just what's happening. He's playing to the crowd here. It's amazing. Everybody's like oh, destroy quirks, oh. except for Aizawa and um Grand uh, Torino. Grand Torino is just looking at Aizawa and Aizawa is just kind of like glancing over Grand Torino. <laughs> this guy uh, and then Miro Miro I like this this is a nice little character moment because Miro immediately asks uh, oh my god are you okay Amajiki are you gonna be okay and then uh, Amajiki is just fine and dandy after a good night's rest and he's even able he's even able to make a, a fabulous cow hoof uh, in his arm and then somebody's like wait you ate somebody who knows his quirk yeah said uh, you ate beef before or for breakfast couldn't it did it have to be beef though uh, I mean, to to for a cow to get to get a cow thing, you would need to have had a cow. What about milk? Like, mm, it, it's been eat, not drink. Yeah, it doesn't work everything. for liquids. That's the thing. I don't know. Um, and then and then we get Rocklock, who uh, who we technically haven't been introduced yet. He's like, uh, so he recovered. Uh, that's a relief. Uh, this stuff must not be fatal. Um, and then uh, Sir Night Eye is like. No. Uh, on that point, uh, I turn to Eraser. Oh, and then Eraser, boy. and then we're getting to a point. Eraser starts explaining, he's like, uh, it seems a bit different uh, than his Eraser, uh, because I, he's not actually uh, attacking a person's quirk itself. So, we're going to read over the dialogue here, and then we're going to talk about the 
the implications of the graphics that are shown. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, Eraserhead says, um, what we call quirks are special additions to an ordinary body or the plus uh, plus alpha elements. Uh, everything inclu- uh, included within the plus ultra or plus alpha are what we call the quirk factors. Uh, what I do is temporarily stop those quirk factors from activating. He he doesn't actually cause any damage to them. So what we have is a picture. First is a picture of a normal body. Then we get a picture of a normal of a basic normal body um, plus a tail uh, with infrastructure to move the tail. Uh, and then it shows a person moving the tail, and then they can't. Uh, the implication there is when they're moving the tail, Aizawa is not using his quirk on them, and then when he is, uh, it stops. This be, this this particular choice of explanation showing this particular th- graphic has problems because uh, we established in uh, Volume 2, do you have, still have the chapter open? Ooh, let me go and scroll down and see if I can find it. I know, I know, it's in a, it's in volume, it's volume two, right? It's no, during the USJ. Yeah, it's at, during the USJ yeah. when we get it, we get a, a brief, a uh, little bit of de- uh, partially detailed explanation of Aizawa's quirk, where it does not work uh, on heteromorphic types. Now, uh, upon looking at Ojiro, who this is clearly referencing, um, I, I looked up his quirk officially. It, it's tail. Uh, it's a mutant type quirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, mutant type quirks are a subset uh, or a type of a heteromorphic type quirk, which means Aizawa's eraser shouldn't work on it. Now, he hasn't actually said it would work on tail, but the writer, by showing us this particular visual, says it will, which is a massive retcon. In chapter 14. And... Because there's a, literally an entire plot point in chapter 14. In chapter 14, volume 2. Uh, we get a sequence where uh, a rocky four-armed dude uh, is trash-talking Aizawa, and he says, uh, let's see if your tr- your quirk works against us heteromorphic types. Uh, and then Aizawa, as he punches him in the face, says, no, it doesn't, only against operative and transformative types. There you go, Mark. My goodness. And uh, the, the quirk type that we're being shown here is... Um... Is not that, which does beg the question, what would happen if a heteromorphic type got, you know, hit with this? Would it destroy their quirk factor or would they be fine? What happens if Ojiro gets shot? Can he just stop using his tail? Like, does does his tail just stop working? Because it's because the quirk itself, it's not like shooting fire. It's not like um, you can't hardening your body. Activate it's, tail and deactivate tail. Tail is yeah, always there. It, it, well, I mean that's not necessarily a good example because uh, Shigaraki. But it, but it's more that this is based on like physical muscle. If you cut open that tail, there are physical muscle tendons, bones, other things. There are like ways for the brain to send signals through the tail to to be able to move it. Hmm. Like by doing this, you've brought up and made a lot more problems for yourself. Um, this whole diagram both of us, both of us are now pissed about it because we realized it just before recording. Oh boy. Um, so then we get back to the explanation. Uh, Fatgum says, uh, we got Tamaki checked out at the hospital right after the attack. They said his quirk factor, uh, factors were damaged. Luckily, his bodily body naturally, you know, healed it. Uh, and was, it was, it was enough to fix the problem. Clear saying, like, you know, like, whatever diversion he was hit by, you, you can a hundred percent recover from. Um, uh, then somebody asks, uh, did they analyze what he got shot with? Um, and somebody else says, uh, uh, I didn't do anything, uh, or, uh, I'm assuming this is, uh, fact. And he's like, it didn't do anything else to Tamaki's body. It only attacked his quirk. The gangster, uh, in question, uh, clammed up, uh, when the gun was destroyed. It looked like all, uh, we had to go on was one empty round. However, oh. uh, one bounce right off of, uh, Kirishima's body, his face. Um, we got our hands on a vial of the stuff uh, that's still intact. My boy. Uh, my boy. She was just like, wait, me? Seriously? I didn't expect that. He's like, and things himself. I had no clue what everybody's talking about. Wow. Um, and then the other UA students are like, awesome, good job. Kirishima is just the best, uh, even though he can't follow simple, uh, you know, narrative here. My goodness. Uh, and then something just happened. I don't know what Horikoshi was trying to go what's for. What's going on with, with Fatgum? Panel of Fatgum, <laughs> but it looks awful. Um, and he's like, uh, 
analysis of the substance side uh, revealed something pretty disgusting. Just like that. Uh, they found human cells in blood. <gasps> what? And uh, I like how immediately everyone, the game done changed. Uh, like, Midoriya, his eyes go all like horror manga, and same with Ochako uh, and Sue. It, it, oh, it all, nobody's like this. Sounds kind of unreal. Mario doesn't say anything except for ellipses exclamation mark. he ellipses as loud as possible oh, oh my goodness and uh and then uh ryukyu uh the dragon hero dragoon hero uh she says so the effect it has comes from a person's quirk a quirk destroying quirk and then like horn helmet man says hmm i was already kind of lost but how does any of this connect to hasaikai oh boy and then vacuum explains although kirishima caught the guy who had the legal substance figuring out the network for drugs like that is pretty tricky even though it shrunk a lot since the old days uh, the drugs still pass through multiple levels of groups and organizations down the supply chain until they finally arrive at this lowest level uh, and there's no proof that Hisaikai is the supplier in question, but Hisaikai definitely did business with one of these middlemen. Uh, and Horn Mask dude is like, that's all you got? And then uh, Sir Nidai chimes in and he says, The other day, Ryukyu and her people stopped a feud between two villain groups. We got the, the cool tag team combo, Meteor for Fratskis, it's very cool. The boss of one of those groups is the middleman dealer just mentioned. Then Ryukyu chimes in and she says, One of those giant villains shot himself up with a booster to extend his short activation time. Hmm, sounds like trigger to me. Uh, and then Harry Ski Mask says, Linking all this recent organized crime activity to his psyche. Maybe you're just seeing what you want to see. Hmm, he's not convinced. Seems like you want Hisaikai to be the root of all evil, so you're painting just the right picture. I'm going to need something more concrete to go on. My goodness, he's a tough customer, Ski Mask, hairy man. Uh, and then Sir Nidai, and just as the overhaul image pops on the, the PowerPoint presentation, he says, their young leader is Chisuki, and his quirk is overhaul. The ability to both dismantle and restore. Dismantle, dismantle a quirk that can destroy and then heal. Then we have bullets that destroy quirks. Now, Blue's Clues, you know, get thinking in that brain mark and put it all together. Everybody else has. Um, we get some terrifying panels here. As Mirio and Midoriya kind of cop. What, what was happening with all them bandages? Oh, oh, oh no. They, they immediately start sweating. Everything gets so sketchy. Their hearts start beating as they both have, at the same time have the realization that this is not from his quirk. It's from Ellie's. Yes. And they just, they're left just feeling absolutely hopeless and a void of nothing sitting next to each other. They're, they're, yeah. And it's a, it's a good artistic bit where there's just nothing in oh, it. Oh, fantastic. Not even their chairs. Not even their chairs. Mm. Just, just them realizing, oh God, um, and then uh, Sir Night Ice continues like, uh, uh, oh, how do I spell it? say his name again? Chisaki. Uh, uh has a daughter, one with no birth record, so the exact details are unclear. Uh, when these two, indicating to uh, both an extremely ashamed, all of a sudden, uh, Birio and Deku um, encountered her. Uh, she was covered in an uh, excessive number of bandages. Uh, Grand Torino continues, uh, what's that superpower society for you? Uh, anything you can imagine, there's someone out there who can make it happen. And uh, Kirishima's like, what What are we imagining? Come on now. Uh, and then Rock Lock <laughs> is like, uh, told you we didn't need these kids oh, here. Oh, no. Just use your brain. Just use your head, idiot. They're saying he's turning his daughter's body into these bullets and selling them on the black market. And then you have, like, Hiroshima basically be like, I am an idiot and terrified. <laughs> um, the, the, like, uh, Uraraka and Sue are just kind of like, that's just so bad. And then we just get a, a black panel of just tech saying it's uh, it's uncertain whether or not he's, he's selling just yet, given that the drug's current effects are somewhat underwhelming. But... If we imagine that it's uh, simply the testing phase, if he's uh, simply distributing samples in order to attract followers, 
we're still lacking proof, but he's bringing in people from across the country and amassing funds. What if the final version of these bullets is capable of destroying a person's quirk permanently? Uh, no one, uh, one could, yeah, one could, one could, uh, uh, execute any number of fiendish plans with such a thing. Oh my goodness. Uh, and Fatcom isn't happy. He's like, makes my stomach turn. Just imagine it. Let's go bust down some doors. Fatcom's ready to go. Uh, and a rock lock is like, rock lock is like, just in hating mode. Uh, I, I love how much he puts the kids on blast. Uh, he's like, he's on, he's just savage. Uh, he says, so if you kids had just rescued that girl, our problems would have been solved. Pesky kids. And then Sir Night Eye says, no, it's all, it's all my fault. I take responsibility. Please don't blame them. They didn't know the extent of the circumstances. And I, I, I wish to point out, at this, this is kind of a misleading statement. It would have been, it would have been much better to say we didn't, because at this point, they didn't even know about the drug. Oh yeah, and they also didn't like, know about the girl. Well, well, I mean that that that's an entirely different thing. But it's like they they that they they knew something was going on here. Mm. They didn't know about a quirk erasing drug mm. at this point. Um, so like I feel like that would have been a better way. It's like, you know, at the time. We didn't know there was literally a thing that has never been a thing before. Yeah. It's easy to pin the blame when with hindsight, but uh, yes. they didn't know at the time. Which is what Rocklock is doing. Yeah. Um, and then Jeez, uh, Night Eye continues, uh, these two actually did take measures to save her. Yes. Uh, Midoriya uh, accepted the risk and attempted to uh, take her away right then and there. Well, Mirio thought ahead uh, to raise the odds of her, uh, uh, or odds of saving her, uh, at a later point. And uh, I do so like this is Sir Night Eye thinking, thinking this about Midoriya and Mirio. And then we get the contrast with Midoriya and Mirio thinking themselves. Or Midoriya's like, oh, some greatest hero ever I would make. Oh my goodness. And then Mirio's like, save a million? The million couldn't even save one. So they're feeling very angsty uh, with themselves. And then uh, Sir Night Eye continues and he says, I'm sure that the ones hurting most out of all of us are these two. As we see two chairs fly back. And then Midoriya and Mirio stand up and they say, the next time for I, sure. I like how they absolutely just picked up and threw those chairs. <laughs> Yeah, like just like just like uh, Fakum lobbed that candy. These chairs. Like are I could believe that Mirio is just so strong that he stood up and just his, his the like the like the knee like the back of the knee hitting it sent it flying. Yeah. Uh, but is he just he just threw it. He like he, he like, turned around one fall smash. That, just 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 toss the chair. That chair's going out the window. Uh, and they say the next time for sure we'll save her. And they look very determined. And Sir Night Eye says, that is indeed our goal. And that is the end of the chapter. The best uh, uh, character page, because it's fat gum. Yeah. Uh, I, I like when Horikoshi says he uh, he's definitely a good guy. I want to climb on him and ride around. Big mood. Uh, and he looks just he looks just as cute as a little button, that fat gum. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, Mark, uh, you know what's not cute as a little button the next chapter first panel. is pretty scary, and it's My Hero Academia, chapter 136, close at hand, two exclamation marks, written and drawn by Kohei Horikoshi, and it was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump, issue 23, in 2017. And Mark, spooky opening panel, uh, we get the little... Uh, narrative or dialogues words here from Midoriya and Mirio, just in case we forgot them. The next time for sure we'll save her. And the kind of lovely motif of Eri being swallowed up by spooky plague mask beak overhaul mask. Uh, and it's pretty scary. And kind of, you know, if you remember how the final, how this all plays out, uh, you know, kind of realistic. This is kind of how he looks at the end. Spoilers alert. Uh, uh, but uh, we see that Midoriya and Mirio still look super determined. Uh, and uh, Rocklock is not done throwing shade. And he's like, oh, if she's even still alive. Oh my goodness, Rocklock. Uh, and then I think this is him continuing. If all your guesses are correct, this leader of theirs probably sees the girl as the core of his plan and someone worth hiding. But they must. But there must have been some sort of trouble because she got out. Not to mention, 
our junior heroes here here got a glimpse of her. If you were him, would you just bring her back to the main hideout? Because I know I wouldn't. We can charge in guns blazing, but it's all for nothing if she ain't there. Anyway, to be sure where he's keeping her, uh, and Ryukyu is like, word, he makes some good questions. Uh, he raises them. And uh, Sir Nai says, indeed, again, that is the issue at hand. Beyond the unclear nature and scope of the plan, should we fail to end this decisively in one strike, they won't give us another chance. And then scroll along on the PowerPoint, uh, which brings us to the organizations the Saikai has contacted, as well as the Saikai's verified properties. Through our in investigation, we've compiled an extensive list, and we see a lot of uh, little dots on the map here. I'll be asking each of you to check out certain groups and locations on your own. We need to narrow the list down. And then, and then some of the other heroes that were not as big, they're like, oh, so that's why you have us minor heroes here too. Uh, like to, to basically so that they can cover a bunch of territory, especially because a lot of the, some of this territory is their neck of the woods. So nothing's going to seem weird to the Saikai to see this particular hero show up occasionally on patrol you know, their stuff yeah. yeah it's like oh that's the that's like this business as usual like that like this is this city's district lo like what are the local mm. heroes they happen to walk by whoop de doo it's not going to set off it won't set off a single suspicious alarm and in fact i'm still ain't happy he's like you're mighty cautious for a former sidekick of all might doing things all round about like this while we're twiddling our thumbs little larry's probably out there crying somewhere oh my goodness and then Sir Nighteye rebuttals, We can't do things the way All Might would. We must rely on analysis and precaution to raise our odds of saving her as much as possible. And then Gran Torino is the voice of reason here. He says, It's no good getting all worked up. If we go big and mess this up, they'll get away. It'll only stoke the fires even higher. Just like how Stain's Rest was actually good PR for the League of Villains, which it was. Uh, distributing quirk-killing bullets to small-time street punks might even be for that reason. Fakum is still not happy. Uh, Y'all are overthinking this. All talk and no action leaves us dead in the water. Uh, and, <laughs> he, and then Aizawa very sheepishly raises his hand. Mm. He's like, uh, can I, can I, uh, can I, can I say something? Um, he's like, uh, I'm not actually sure how your ability works, Sir Night Eye, uh, but why not use your foresight to see uh, what sort of fate awaits us? Going forward without that knowledge seems irrational. Oh my goodness. Uh, and Night Eye points out, he's like, I, I can't do that. And um, as I was like, huh? And Night Eye explains, he's like, my ability has limitations. Once active, uh, it has a 24-hour cooldown period. In other words, I can only view uh, one hour of a single person's life each day. Uh, and we see like the implication of the film strip, which is why you see that you don't see that earlier on here, but you see that in the the anime right from the get go. Yes, and um, it's like the, the images appear. The images appear in his mind, uh, panel by panel, like a flashback. Uh, after using it, it's like he can watch a, a recorded footage of that person's entire life. Uh, you know, think of it that way. Mm. Uh, but the uh, the entirety of the film plays out from a perspective close to the person in question. Uh, what he ends up seeing is his uh, his or her actions with faint glimpses of the surrounding environment. Which helps him in a fight because he can be like, oh, he's going to punch there. And I'm clearly there, so I just need to move. Um, but trying to gather intel might not necessarily be as useful. Um, and as I can see, he's like, that sounds more than enough. Uh, we certainly, uh, we could certainly pl learn plenty. Uh, so why can't you? Um, and we see he kind of stumbles a little. I wouldn't say stumbles, but he kind of fidgets he with pauses, his glasses. Yes. And he's like, well, for one thing, uh, what if in the near future what awaited the person was death? A cruel and merciless death. Death, even. What then? Once again, we get the implication this is talking about All Might. I, I very much would would think it hilarious if All Might just, I don't know, like we, we get this gruesome just like thing, and it's just like it turns out to be like just something, not this. Um, well, at this point, <laughs> Sir Night is, is is all his track record has always been a hundred percent. Yes, it's always a hundred percent for now. For now, he, he's, been, he's been a hero for at least 
six years, mm. at least six years. Um, no, sorry, at least eleven years. At least he's been a hero for at least eleven years. Okay, uh, and he's been using this quirk all of his life. Um, and it ha- so far it has one hundred percent accuracy. Um, and he and uh, both kind of Midoriya and uh, Gran Torino kind of realize like, oh yeah, he's talking about all might. Um, and then. Uh, uh, Night Eye continues, like, he's trained his quirk to maximize the success rate of every action he takes. Uh, he uses it uh, to all but ensure victory in battle. Uh, that's not meant to, it, it's not meant to recklessly view a situation where there's so many uncertainties. This pisses off Rock like, like he's like, seeing if we're going to die sounds pretty darn useful. Uh, then we could come up with a plan to stay alive. And he's, he points out, he's, he's not a fortune teller. There's no guarantee, you know, that, you know, the fate he sees can't be avoided. And I feel like they kind of miss a trope right here or that knowing having this me doing this changes your fate. So it does happen like that. That's the that's like the always the cliche with the particular thing. It's like, oh, is is this a is this a preordained thing? And if you hadn't looked into your future, would it have even happened? Kind of deal. Knowing uh, is half the battle. Yes. Uh, but knowing could cause the battle in this case. Um, and Rocklock is like, he doesn't, he's like, I don't get it, Night Eye. Come on. Why don't you, uh, take a look at me? I'll, I'll avoid whatever, uh, life's got in store for me. And he just, he's like, I can't. Well, he, no, this is like, just, I can't. Like, this is serious. Like, like, yes. And he just emphasize. kind of bows his head. He yells us. And we see a bunch of the characters in the room who we know their name, either like suspicious or like, uh-huh. It's 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 really split, and then um. No, I think this is of... like everybody like Sernaila says this, and then every you, you see from Fako or you see from um Rocklock here, he feels bad for like the, the well the... no Rocklock almost looks like you gotta be kidding me, like I I I think it's more like know. he's he's reading the room with everybody else. Um, Aizawa seems a little annoyed. Um, honestly, it seems like the pro heroes are kind of like, huh. Uh, whereas, uh, with the exception of Gran Torino, who is glaring at him because he knows exactly why he's doing this, yeah. uh, why he's saying this, because I don't believe Gran Torino uh, ever really thought it was okay without consent. I think, I think, I, I think that the, the kids, well, especially the kids, maybe they're like kind of looking, they're looking sorry for Night Eye here. Um, I think, I think Rocklock feels bad for kind of urging him there because it's clear that uh sir Night Eye, uh, is trying to do everything he can to help and this is a big ask um yeah i don't i they play it differently in anime uh, no I, no it, it's played it's played much smoother there because here i'm like i'm getting mixed emotions i only get yeah. like one emotion plus gran torino yeah because both gran torino is just kind of glaring at him like yeah this is what it took to learn your lesson huh like hmm. this is this is you did this to yourself kid like that's that's the look he's giving here, and that's the look he gives in the anime because yeah. he has context that the others don't. Um, but then Ryukyu kind of breaks it up, and she's like, "Why don't we get started? Uh, there, there's a child out there that needs uh, that needs you know our help. That's what matters most." Uh, and then Naida's like, "Yes, okay, awesome." It's like uh, he just immediately says, "Like uh, confirm the uh, the girl's location and take measures to save her. Once we're as sure as we can." Uh, let's bring uh, let's bring this matter to a swift resolution. I thank you all for your help. And then we cut to uh, back. Then we cut to afterwards. Is interesting. Is this back? Is this back at the school, or is this like in a cafeteria? I think this down- is that is just like in the in the waiting area downstairs. Like it's still in okay. the agency. Is it looking at that last panel? Uh, of Night Eye when we just see his back. That's almost like all might levels of. It like, is. It is. Yeah. It is. It's supposed to. It's supposed to represent uh, all might, like or like the the American comic book style. Mm, it's very interesting considering how the brief second. Usually the quintessential like Japanese style, uh, and his design reflects that. That's it's it's supposed to be. It, I get what it's trying to represent, like you know him being all mights of basically his sidekick, and then you know him trying to live up to that. Mm briefly uh, but only his back and not his not his front so we can't see he, he can't fully uh, embody it that's interesting but uh we see we're back in like the waiting area downstairs uh after a certain idea he says that he'll be passing out detail detailed case files to everybody uh, and all the kids the ua kids are just waiting um and some are feeling it 
uh, Midoriya and Mirio are feeling it, uh, and that's how it is. Kirishima says, you must be hurt a man, and uh, Araki says, Deku, and then Midoriya looks like he's he's deep in thought, and so is Mirio, and then uh, and Amjiki says, ellipses, uh, and Amjiki thinks, it's my first time seeing Mirio down in the dumps like this, and then ding dong, Mr. Mr. Not Rational. ding, just a, not a ding dong, just a single ding, oh, okay. as the ding. elevator opens, and it reveals uh, a racer head who's like, you guys holding an all-night uh, vigil, or like holding an all-night vigil, are we? And I'm like, it's noon, sir. <laughs> Uh, all time clocks on your watches they're not rational oh my well, goodness. i think he's reading the room and they all look like somebody died mm. it's like uh i thought I, I the first time i read it, uh i thought he said all might vigilance oh my goodness <laughs> what happens uh, but uh rivet i mean deku is there yes uh sue says oh sensei and then he says you can call me a racer head outside of school anyway I was planning to talk with you all about ending your work studies today. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Kirishima gets a heart attack almost. And he's like, what? Now of all times? Gah! And then, uh, and then Aizawa says, you heard about how the League of Villains might be involved in this. That makes this a whole different ball game. And then Midoriya looks very concerned. And then uh, and he, and he he singles out Midori and points like especially you Midori you haven't actually earned my trust back since that fight, um, which means that all the others here have earned his trust back since Camino Ward. Nice one, uh, yeah. But then Midori don't goofed it again just when he got it back, um, and then we get a bunch of flashbacks explaining that. Uh, and then he I like this he kneels down to get to Midori's level, uh, and he says, unfortunately, if I were to cut you out cut you off now it's all but guaranteed that you would leap into action anyway i like how he understands the type of person victoria is well it's it's good that somebody at the school is a decent teacher um but no i I like the fact that he gets down on his level and he's like pretty much i know you're gonna do this anyways if even if i cut this off so uh we're we're gonna do it officially which means you're doing it my way Mm. so i'll watch over you let's try to do things right this time victoria understand you little troublemaker and then he kind of pats his fist on the tie it's very and then he and then he just then he destroys midoriya uh with a punch to the chest oh no um and then uh suddenly he's like mirio like keep keep your keep your head up man uh like i imagine he says it just like hey hey, mirio keep your keep your head up man nedry with the positive affirmation uh she says hey i understand togata you've got regrets regrets so you're feeling low but that's just how it is sometimes got it uh you know way to cheer him up and then uh he he does that whole anime thing where they like put the finger on the nose the thumb on the nose and like swipe it uh just like sonic the hedgehog Uh, gotta go fast and mario says yeah he can really move uh he can and majority (laughs) majority just kind of stares off that thousand yard stare into space uh, and then Aizawa is still kneeling down. He says, if it makes you feel better, when you reached out with those hands to help Eri, even though you failed, I bet you gave her some hope. So pick yourself up as he raises up. And then Midoriya leaps off his seat and he says, yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a Kirishima here. Or it might be Midoriya. It's, it's, um, it's Midoriya. Yeah. He says, uh, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth, Eraser Hedge. And then... Uh, that's Kirishima. Yeah, and and then uh, well, the, it... the yes sir has a bubble pointing to Midoriya. Yeah, or has a a line. And it's the same. The other one is uh, definitely Kirishima. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is Kirishima. I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. Eraser head, and then Eraser head says, "No need to go that far." Sorry, pipe down Kirishima. And then uh, we see right at the end, uh, Sternai and Gran Torino, and Sternai says, "I see." So you steered Midoriya my way to try to repair the relationship between me and All Might. And Gran Torino explains, Nah, I just thought of it as a good opportunity. I find myself butting in where I shouldn't in my old age. So did it work? Mark, we get one of those weird, like, triangles inside the speech bubble again. It really wigged me out. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Oh, my God, we do. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, It's not as bad as the last one, though. Yes. And then uh, a really cool panel of Sir Nana here. He says, I think they're a lot alike. That part of him I could never understand. That mad zeal that lurks deep within All Might. 
the boy has that. And then we get a whoosh in the dark, dark corridors. And then it's a child's bedroom with a bunch of unopened toys on the floor. Hmm. And a little girl lying on the bed. Uh, and uh, the door opens with a kachak. And she kind of jolts in the bed. And this guy goes, hey, uh, Aerie, it's okay. Relax. Just making sure you're still here. You haven't touched any of these toys yet? After we went to all the trouble of buying them for you, why not let yourself have some fun for once? And, <laughs> and this guy is thinking, because if you don't, I'm going to be mopped. I'm going to be the next one being mopped off the walls. Well, he, I mean, if she's not having fun, it's fine as long as she's there. Yeah, but like, you know. If if you if but that if, is probably what he's thinking. If overhaul yes. goes, you're in charge. You are doing you are doing anything to keep this kid like you know on team overhaul, uh, despite all the horrible things he's doing. Because you don't want to be wall paced, and then uh, and he's remembering uh, basically overhaul making him her caretaker. Don't let her even think about running. Uh, and I like he tries to pat her here, and obviously she's uh, not enjoying it. Um, and then uh, he he's thinking about what Overhaul said to him. Uh, give her something nice, like candy. Become someone Eri feels she can trust. And then the dude's like, what's that mean? I don't know what makes kids tick. Uh, maybe she'll like, she's into that pretty, what do you call it thing? Which is I find it interesting, like, uh, like, he, he, or, um, Overhaul makes a really good point. It's like, like become someone she trusts. Like be nice to her and stuff like that. Like, mm. and he's just like uh, nice. Toys. Friendship. What is this? Very good. Maybe she likes toys. Uh, a gangster's way of looking at kids. And then uh, she's lying on the bed. Areas thinking, uh, so different. He was so different. Uh, thinking about Midoriya. No one has ever reached out to me. His hand felt so kind. And then we see Midoriya. Do the shonen look determined and 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 grasp your your fist in the knuckle sandwich time. It's the end of the day. come on overhaul your next and it's the end of the chapter. Um, there you go, Mark. <laughs> uh, two very talky, wordy, chit chatty chapters. So we're gonna have we chit chat about them right now, Mark. What did you think about 135? I can't give it more than a seven. I, I really like some of the the stuff in it, like a lot of the. Uh, like the the dialogue, the you know going through all the stuff and the art in it, and kind of especially the dramatic moment with Midoriya, stuff like that. All that stuff's really good. But there's a massive wait. That is the right chapter, right? I didn't just flip ahead. That no, is 135. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah. Um, but you have the massive, basically confusing retcon thing because I remember I remember having that exact same thought when I read the first time, mm. and I was like, but but it doesn't work on like the physical st- stuff, so. Does that mean it would not work on a – I don't – what? Like using that particular visual that is counterintuitive to how we've been told this quirk works is very confusing to me. It would have made much more sense to like use – like Shoto, for instance. Like, oh, you right. use like normal person. Normal person's – like normal person plus they can generate fire. Uh, normal person generating fire. Normal person can't generate fire. Like like something like that, as opposed to literally the type that it doesn't work, that his quirk does not work on. Hmm. Now, I get that it might have been a little bit visually better, but it's it's also very confusing because I picked up on that immediately, like my original read through. And then going through it again, it, it bothers me even more, especially now that we double checked it. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, well, you, you didn't like any of the big reveals, you know? As I said, like I like like a lot of the meeting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, even if this had not been a thing, I probably wouldn't have been able to give it higher than like a seven, five, okay. seven, like an eight, maybe. Okay. But this is a massive. Effectively, it's the writer telling us, yeah, it it works on the heteromorphic type, even though it doesn't. And I'm just like, you gotta be kidding. I'll understand. Uh, okay, I'm heading over to seven five mark. Um, okay. I like it. Uh, I do think it's just that whole panel is nonsense because like. <laughs> It's not even. It's a problem. It's not even like that's the problem. Like it adds nothing to the chapter. Like that part of the conversation is an aside. Uh, it's not even really important. Like you can skip that chapter and still understand the whole meeting. 
uh, because it, it goes straight to Falcom after that, and he's explaining what happened with Amajiki. Um, so like, I yeah, that pan is just a waste. But looking past that, um, I really like this meeting for a bunch of talking heads, which is basically all it is. Uh, there's a lot of very good emotion uh, conveyed here between the characters, uh, whether it be Falcom Super Serious Candy Smash, uh, or I think the like the 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 standout sequence is definitely uh the kind of the overhaul quirk reveal and putting two and two together uh, as midoriya and mirio kind of realize what's going on with the bandages and what's going on with airy and that just that panel of just the two of them sitting down in like the void uh, as as it hits uh, the realization uh like you can feel that that's tangible uh really well done um and then Kirishima being a dumbass is also great. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, and I like actually, I also like kind of the different, the, the input from the different heroes here. You've got Ski Mask, uh, Harry Dude, who's like, he wants more details. He wants more facts, which uh, is convenient enough to uh, push the meeting along. But I also like how there's like kind of friction with Rocklock as well. Like they're not all, you know, usually it's, who we haven't been introduced to yet, yes, by the way. Yes, we have. He, he's, so that, like, 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 I just want to point. Like, that's also kind of a problem. You have a character here who's just talking a lot, who becomes like this is like we're pushing this new character, mm. and you don't. You we, he does he even have a name by the end of the volume? By the end of yes, this he does. Volume? He does. He, okay. Yes, he does. Yes, he has a name by the end of the volume. But it's just like, I like the fact that Fat Gum was like, hey, some of you might not know me. I'm Fat Gum. And it would it would have been nice if you know some of the the heroes have been like hey like you know blah 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 hmm. uh, and then said their thing like it, it some of these a lot of these people have never met each other and except for you know Sir Night Eye and Ryukyu um, there there's a chance that they might not even they might have just like you know cursory heard that this person exists or they might have seen their name on a list before but hmm. never put a face to it or anything. Um, so I'm just, I'm just saying, it, like I know that that there's not really good placement for it, but it, I don't know. I felt like that would be better because there's people here who we just don't know who they are, like Rocklog at this point, and it's we get two chapters where we don't know who he is. And I, he's I, I the would main focus of it at, at points. I th- yeah, I think you're introducing like that's the word, you're introducing Bubble Girl, who we kind of already know, and you're well, we don't know Centipeter. But like we don't know a lot of these dudes uh, in the in. And the all you meeting. did was introduce all the people we know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's Falcom, everybody. Hey, it's look, Falcom, it's uh, Sir Night Eye. Hey, look, it's Eraserhead. Yeah. And uh, who's this guy? And why is he throwing so much shade? Uh, As I said, like it only introduces us to people we already know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, that is a good point. Uh, I'm sticking about my seven point five, but that is a good point. How yes. Did? Uh, okay, so what is your thoughts for 136? 7.5. Oh. It, it is a bit better. It's um, it's a transition. We get mm. some good kind of character development with Night Eye, um, and there's some good moments with Aizawa and, and Midoriya and stuff like that. Uh, and then we get the ending with the Hasaikai stuff with Eerie. Sorry, Ellie. Um, overall, it's a good kind of cooldown. Tra- like, Did you say like, Ellie? Not all- yeah. Is it, is it Ellie? <laughs> You know it's airy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is this isn't the last of us, Mark. You got me confused. Yeah. It, it, continue. Yeah, airy. Um, I said airy first, and then I was like, no, wait, Ellie. And yeah. then, <laughs> no, like, I had it right. I, I should have like, gone. <laughs> my instincts are right. Why did I second guess myself? But yes. um, point is, it's like I, I liked all those segments. They didn't feel like they clashed. Like a lot of times when we have chapters broken up into very different like sections mm. they feel like these clash these didn't really feel like it they flowed clashed. very well it flowed it flowed very well um not a lot happened in it overall mm. like in the grand scheme of things mm. not not the most happened but it, i liked it i thought it was fine seven five it didn't do anything like super special to get it higher than that but I do think uh, you raise a good point. I do think uh, slowly but surely, because we had some bumpy ones. Uh, but some... I, hey, hey, hey! Oh, I would oh, say it's oh. a bit too early to say he's got. Okay. This could just as easily be a fluke. I, the last couple we yeah. got were pretty yeah. bad. No, but I remember. Like you're like, oh, it's supposed to get better. It's the, like no, the last couple were not great. The the the, the kind of cool down aftermath of the of the. Kira oh, Shima I thought fight. you were talking about the chapters that are like. Split into like three sections and oh, then the yeah. transition. No, we've had some bumpy fluke. ones. No, fluke. This is a ones. fluke. 
Uh, uh, but the cooldown chapters that lead into the next thing, yes, he is yes. getting better at those. I will agree I with that. So. I think and the transitions here are nice. Uh, yeah, once again, the character moments uh, are what uh, uh, sing sing to my tune in this chapter, uh, especially Aizawa and his, oh, I love that Sternai moment uh, and. I really like. There's a lot of different ways of looking at it, and I think the anime kind of shows one way, and that's kind of different from how we see it in the manga. But I get the, I at least the vibe I got was that there's a lot of different emotions coming from um, coming from everybody. Uh, I think Rocklock knew that he stepped in it. Jeez, Rocklock! Next time, introduce yourself before you start throwing so much shade. Oh my goodness. Um, and I, yeah, I really liked the, the scene with the kids afterwards, uh, and Aizawa being like, "This is this is." We were when we looked back uh, at the early Aizawa in in the earlier volumes for the reference. Uh, I realized like just how much of a like antagonist he's set up to be. Really, like from like. Early, oh, I, I've, compa- I've compared him to uh, oh um, Kakashi from Naruto. They set up Kakashi to be very antagonistic. Yeah. The fir- pretty much the first thing he says to the like Team Seven is, "You know what? My first impression is I hate all of you." Hmm. And he does not want them. Like he does not want to be their teacher, but he's being ordered. And over time, he grows to like them. It's kind of a similar thing here. I'm not saying that he's he's copying that exactly because it's kind of it's a trope. Of like you have the, the the teacher who doesn't like the students, but then over time warms up to them. Mm. Um, but but that's kind of what's going on here. It's he, he started out antagonistic, and then he kind of you know got used to them, and now tolerates them, and is starting to like them. But even this the line, uh, let's try to do things right this time, Midoriya. Also, he's a much better out. teacher than All Might. So oh what yeah, well boom, he does. He's already read the book teaching for dummies. All Might is on like chapter two. We saw all them. Well, I, I mean, I I just want to point out. I feel like Aizawa never needed to read the book. I feel like he just oh, kind of got it. Oh man, boom. Uh, Maybe not day one, but pretty close. He handled it rationally. Yeah, uh, and then I had the little sequence with Ari at the end when she's thinking about uh, Midoriya being pure shonen, super hand fist man, ready to save the day. Uh, it's great. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm going to go in eight. Um, just I gotta be higher than you, Mark, or else Captain Positivity doesn't get to set sail. Um, but yeah, uh, you know why is the ship named Captain Positivity? Because <laughs> I'm on board, Mark. Uh, but that is that is the end of two chapters. You um, kind of you know cool down, transition, chit chatty. Uh, things are sure to be cooking next time. We record uh, for as as we're wrapping up. This is uh, the last chapter and the wrap up as well. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, before we do any of that business, we got to end this own show first. This is just a fantastic ending, Mark. Oh my goodness, I'm falling apart the seams. Mark, uh, we have places that people who wanted to go online to find us could go to, such as. You're absolutely correct, Luke. <laughs> Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter is the best place. Oh, yeah. For, uh, for me, it's at ChalionX. That's at C-H-A-L-I-O-N-X. Uh, for you, Luke, it's at LJ underscore Hollywood. And for the podcast, it's at Hero Notes Pod. And oh, oh. if you want to share this podcast with uh, friends, family, uh, person you met at the, the local pool, oh. uh, you can find our podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, and iTunes. There's nothing, you know, that's the problem, though. You go swimming in, boom, there you go. I fully admit that I had to come up with that on the spot because of oh, how okay. last minute this podcast was, <laughs> this recording session was. Aren't they, aren't they all, Mark? Uh, no, no, the- no, they're not. They're not usually given. They're not usually less than twenty-four hours lead in time. Oh, I just like keeping you on your toes, buddy. Uh, but there, there, there's a problem with your 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 idea here. So you know, you're you're going for the, you know just a, a bit a bit of doggy paddle, a bit of breaststroke, a bit of front crawl, and you got the hero notes playing. Suddenly, no, no, you're talking about it. Oh, okay, okay. It, I, it's if you want to share the podcast, be like, hey, you should go listen to this podcast. <laughs> I was getting worried. I was like, "What if his AirPods fall fall down the?" the, the That's what you get for wearing AirPods. The deep end. Um, anyway, oh. uh, something something plus ultra. Indeed, um, uh, you know. Of course, also if they want to email about their AirPods falling down the deep end of the hero notes, uh, they can email us uh, for all <laughs> for all uh, all of those hero notes and vigilante log related queries. All of them, Mark. 
uh, at the hero notes at email hero notes at email hero notes at gmail.com email address come on luke i got it together for oh, the ending no. i'm falling apart this is this is diabolical uh, and last of all mark uh, last but very much least at the rate i'm going oh my goodness uh, i want to tell uh everyone to go beyond plus ultra indeed uh, and uh, stay tuned as always for the next episode of hero notes same hero time same hero channel